Hello, and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. Or, of course, welcome back. You know, had to say a thing. Always. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. That's good. Yeah, so, um, as promised, we're going to dive into a, uh, a bit of a several-part deal on privacy. You know, that's our wheelhouse over here at the 14 Questions. For anybody that's listening to us for the first time, we'd like to talk about things like healthcare and, you know, environment and privacy. I don't know. Go go read the website. I have to do it all the time and figure out what we're talking about. So here we are. Indeed, here we are. But yeah. So some big changes, right? I mean, some people think so. Some people don't think so. But I, I'm going with, I, I, I'm, yeah, big changes. <laughs> We've we've had no big changes on privacy recently, right? Right. Uh, just a just a couple, depending who you listen to. So, as we like to over here on the fourteen questions, we actually because we're not attorneys, um, and uh, you know we don't give legal advice. We we follow some smart attorneys. At least I do on Twitter. And um, also some really good podcasts that get into the weeds. But uh, and then, of course, uh, slightly addicted to C-SPAN over here. And it's unfair, I think. We just like to watch congressional hearings because they've gotten a little hot as of late. Yeah, just a bit, right? Yeah. So, of course, what we're alluding to or not alluding to going directly to is the the fact that the... uh, United States Supreme Court in the decision over Dobbs decided to go ahead and get rid of Roe v. Wade, um, a 50-year precedent. And if you didn't listen to our last podcast, which we were a little heated because the temperature in the room is a little hot about this, um, called into question, I I believe, what Thomas, was it Thomas and Alito or just Thomas that was like, okay, it was argued wrong. I mean, bunch of them said it was argued wrong and you know it's not enumerated in the constitution so yeah I it's think argued on so they so said the the draft opinion that that was leaked you know basically said um this pertains to abortion and abortion alone pay no attention you know that that's it that's the issue we're done but then yeah nothing uh, nothing to see here folks yeah, yeah thomas's uh concurrence um, told a different story altogether, right? Like, hey, you know, the, the kind of the foundation that this was built upon that we've just said is no good also applies to this, 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 and this. Uh, so again, potentially very slippery slope uh, when it comes to other implied rights uh, in the Constitution, whether that be, you know, same-sex marriage or, you know... Um, Contraception. Contraception and our privacy unto itself, you know, not specifically enumerated in the Constitution. Um, So, again, where where does it stop? Right. So so what Brandon and I are going to try to do over here, over a a couple of these podcasts, is is dig into the weeds on the privacy side when it comes to, you know, zeros and ones and computers. But before we can get there, we have to do two things, right? We have to show... Basically, the evolution of this 
and, and, and laws created around the interwebs in this wild universe that we now engage in on the constant at the same time show what previous laws were put into place. At the same time, we'll discuss some of what Europe's been doing because they're way ahead of us. And when it comes to stuff like privacy, I think personally, I mean, they definitely take a different approach, right? No, I think so. Absolutely. Right. Um, and then also maybe as a, I, I hate to say this, maybe as a bit of a silver lining, Brandon, like be, because of this drastic decision, we're seeing some interesting developments. So we're going to try to lay some, some construct to all of this. So, you know, currently what's being discussed in, in, and we've got some segments of a judicial hearing or sorry, um, the, the committee, the Judiciary Committee of Congress. So we're going to lay that foundation and then see where that goes to. And then I think just recently, as of, as of today, I came across my Twitter feeds. After the break, we'll get into um, another representative and where this is pivoting to. So I kind of see it like you we're sitting on a hill of like, what's this going to look like? Yeah. yeah for, some for folks sure. want to no, say this. Here. Yeah. To your point, they, they're, if there is a silver lining, which uh, a pretty dark cloud, but people are talking about this and, uh, you know, our representatives yeah. are talking about it. Uh, obviously, citizens of the country are talking about it on both sides. And, you know, a lot of these things were decided by the courts and, you know, the Supreme Court, right? You think something passes through the Supreme Court. There's now a right that's been decided by the Supreme Court. We kind of take it for granted and, and shut up about it and go on about our daily lives. Uh, without well, after ever nearly that, 50, 50 you know, years, <laughs> you uh, think it's sort of... But standard. again, without ever considering that a different Supreme Court um, in the future could just as easily reverse or overturn their own decision, you know, a very small group of people. Um, it's much, much more difficult uh, through legislation and or amendments to the Constitution to uh, unwind rights that are specifically enumerated for individuals. And so I think it is right. a good thing that these conversations are happening. Um, and, you know, potentially if we could ever get some bipartisanship, we may be able to, you know, codify into law, actual law, uh, the rights for all of these people that uh, right now look to be built on very, very shaky ground. Uh, so yeah. hopefully moving forward, you know, I know the House voted, I think, today uh, to essentially yes, legalize same-sex marriage, right? And, you know, if you agree with it or not, you know, that's your business. But, again, people are talking about this and, you know, the wheels yeah. are moving. So it'll be interesting to see in the future, you know, how this all shapes out and pans out depending uh, because I think it could go in a really positive direction or I think it could go in a really negative direction direction I'm, I'm crossing my fingers for the former of those two yeah how much hope do you have there again if we lived in a country of majority rule uh, then we'd be fine but that's not exactly how we're set up and uh yeah you know i'll leave it at that <laughs> without so I, i'm gonna go to, i'm 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 gonna you know before we get too into the weeds, right? Well, we're already there, whatever. So I'm, I'm going to get into a thing for a few people. First of all, 
I was asked, you know, when I was traveling outside this country back when we could travel, I guess we can travel again, but you know, where do I get my information? And I, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I talked to a guy in Amsterdam and he was like, oh my God, you actually pay attention to this stuff. I said, yeah, you need to follow this. You follow that. So two things for anybody that's listening, that's like, okay, where does this stuff get into Dan's head and, you know, our, our conversations, right? I want you to understand what influences me and, and certain things influence me. So recently I came across this podcast and I'll put it in the show notes and stuff we'll put it on the website, but it's strict scrutiny. All right. So it's got three hosts, basically Leah Littman, Melissa Murray. That's crazy. Cause I think she was actually one of the witnesses that we're going to reference later. Um, and then Kate Shaw. Okay. The, 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 these people are just beyond, I mean, it, it's really good. You might need a, like a thesaurus or like, you know, maybe try law school for three years to keep up with them, but they're, they're very good. Yeah, keep, keep a law dictionary at hand if you're gonna. <laughs> I mean, listen. for real, right? I mean, yeah. I, I'm a, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty smart. I can absorb some stuff, but you know, it's like that. I'm glad there's that bit of a slow button sometimes. So, like, whoa, whoa where, where, what did you boom, boom, boom? And they're in, and they have a certain level, Brandon. I think you would appreciate this. Um, our term over here, which is snarkuterie. So that's sort of a combination of a snark are, are, are and a cheese bringing plate. That back? <laughs> yeah. Are we bringing back yeah, snarkuterie? The combination yeah, of snark. snark and charcuterie, just a, yeah, a veritable exactly. uh, platter of snarkiness. Yeah, so it's it's nice to listen to them, but sometimes it's good to actually like dive in and like look into because you know all this shit about like it's you know we'll get into this you'll you'll hear clips about you know it's not enumerated it's not mentioned in the constitution of the united states of america like this is some dead document that we just you know we we read and i don't know somebody and i guess they interpret with their i joke today having a conversation actually with my family i said i think some of these justices they have like a ouija board where they all put their hands on it and it like points, oh, you know, what what were they thinking in the Federalist Papers, right? Because somehow they have this clear interpretation of what they meant or not, depending on what suits them. Anyhow, strict scrutiny, go listen to it. But, you know, I, I find law is a great reference and I'll put that out there too. And it, it, it kind of like, so I was reading through this stuff because we're like, we're going to hit privacy because of apps and computers and all the other shit we talk about over here when it comes to tech. But, you know, I'm reading this reference to on fine law that the right to privacy, like embodies the belief that personal privacy and information should be free from public scrutiny. Right. Yeah. And I think if you, if you talk to the average, not even the average, you talk to just anybody in America or outside of America, there's sort of this understanding that we have this right to privacy. Yeah, it's, and it's it's, know, it's it, it, one it, one it, could it, argue that it's a fundamental human right. You know, I I have, I have a right to my own thoughts. I have a right to my own home and and domicile. Um, you know, these things are but it's not enumerated to the individual. You, you are correct. Common right. misconception that is not explicitly enumerated in the United States Constitution. Uh, and I think we briefly I think the touched only... on this a couple of episodes back, the concept of the, the penumbra of privacy, uh, which is simply an interpretation of other sections of the Constitution that says, yeah, we kind of have a fundamental right to privacy based on this language, but again, subject to uh, change depending on 
the biases of those deciding what it actually means. So, yeesh. right, and it's terrifying, and, and we really. should probably it, it is terrifying, and, and for folks because we it, folks we don't we don't have a huge amount of listeners, but we have a lot of listeners around the globe. So, some people around the globe might not not understand what this what SCOTUS is, our Supreme Court here. They're non-elected officials, which I just needed to point that out in this functional, dysfunctional republic we live in. But yeah, no, and it's a it's an important right? distinction. You know, the, these right. these people are appointed. Uh, there is there is a confirmation process that allows, yeah. you know, a, somewhat of a bipartisan element, but uh, they are definitely most assuredly not elected officials. And, and for those, again, outside of the United States, you may or may not realize these are lifetime appointments. Uh, so there's not, a, there's not a term, you know, four years, six years, eight years, 12 years, what have you. It's life. Life, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, so, we, could, uh, we could get into the nuance of all that, but again, that's not the uh, subject matter. Yeah. Or the, the I, just wanted to, I just wanted to point podcast. that out. Yeah. And then, and then I'll quickly go through the amendments, right, as, as they're listed and in, in, in enumerated in front of me right now. So First Amendment, right? The, you can, you, whatever religion you want to be, you can keep that private, right? Apparently, that's, there, there is some mention of private something, right? You know, the, the Third Amendment protects some zone of privacy in your home, which I think you alluded to, right? The, the Fourth Amendment is sort of this construct of unreasonable searches or, you know, I'm doing air quotes, seizure, which we're going to get into this when it comes to computers and what's tracked and what happens. But anyhow, and this is the other interesting thing is this is the, 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 this is the counterbalance to the control that a government has over you. Right. So the thing that's in the middle of all of this is if a, I won't even, I won't go down this because it's a rabbit fucking hole of hell and then this for a whole other podcast, but I'll touch on it. The right of a private company for your good to collect a bunch of fucking data on you might negate your right to that privacy because they're just trying to get you a better pair of jeans. Is that is that fair? So can I skip over the Fourth Amendment? Like, I mean, don't interpret that. <laughs> I mean, all right, let's move on. So I'm just going to say move, move on from there. I'll move on. Fifth Amendment, right? This is this is pretty important, right? You, you, you're right to not incriminate yourself. That seems like that's sort of private. I could just sit here and put my keep my thoughts in my head, right? And then we've got the Ninth Amendment touches on this. You know, broad reading if you want to, you know, you're, you're, that there's a fundamental pri- right to privacy. If you put that together, again, we're not attorneys. Go listen to strict scrutiny. They explain this a lot better. And then basically everything sort of lands at this 14th Amendment, which is, you know, the idea of, you know, liberty and, and autonomy and, and, and not having these things around you somehow you know, air quotes, privacy, but it's not enumerated. No, not, not specifically, Uh, which is, which is rather interesting. But again, it's something we all kind of assume and take for granted. 
Huh. Well, can you, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe it's good that we're not a, attorneys over here at the 14 questions. So I'm going to throw this out there, Brandon. So what, what, what amendment is that, that they can't, the government can't just show up with their army and like sleep in your house. Wasn't that like, that's a thing, right? And that the second. No, God, no, that's, um, uh, can you put me on the spot? It's not but the that's sorry, it. second. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to conflate that. I didn't mean to blow a thing up. It's <laughs> yeah, not the I'm second. That's your, your second amendment is your ability not, to, not like, to shoot that to idea down. To, but, uh, yeah, that, no, yeah. Uh, which amendment was it? It was, it was in response Four. to the Revolutionary War where uh, the British right. Army was basically forcing uh, American citizens to third, house. Third amendment. Third amendment, right? Again, Anyhow, neither here nor there, but <laughs> grassman scribes. But apparently, like you know, an, an army couldn't show up and be like, "Hey, knock on your door." I mean, because you got the Second Amendment, so you have a gun. You could tell them go away, and then also, I have arms in here, and you can't stay in my house tonight. You're not welcome to come in. You can't just knock on my door and stay here. So there's sort of an idea, right? It's sort of a construct that you know, folks or armies or governments can't just. Stroll on in and take yeah. your shit or do stuff, yeah, third, right? Third so, amendment. Like subpoenas and stuff. Tit. Third amendment, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you, yeah. you put me on the spot and I just, my bad. deer in the headlights, it's fine. Yeah. So, so anyway, under this. Rescue, right? Yeah, Google to the rescue, obviously. So I was going deep dive on some stuff. And I mean, internet privacy, it comes up in 09. And at some point in time, we'll play snippets from that hearing, which actually is a pretty good hearing. Um, that I, that I came across, but it gets a little too in the weeds back then what was going on in 09. But I'm actually kind of impressed that they were paying attention at this level um, to internet privacy specifically, which I think internet privacy these days, I would just take that as sort of this whole tech privacy. You, you know what I mean? Like, it, okay, we get it. It all flows through some kind of inner thing, inner webs or whatever you want to call it. But um because really the laws in this country, unlike Europe, which I think Europe's trying to sort out, I think our laws are very specific, whether or not it's which which regulatory bodies, whether or not that's the, you know, FCC or whether or not that's, you know, interstate, con- wherever they, they've been pinned up to. But, but we, I don't think there's an overall anything that anybody can point to, to say you can do this and you can't do this. You know, and again, it's, it's, we're, we're, we, we evolve like tomorrow we'll have new technology that no one knows about. Right. Yeah, no, it's a constant, again, we, we, we talk about the internet on this podcast as, as you know, we're still kind of in the wild west, um, where mm-hmm. bureaucracy has not caught up with the exponential arc of technology, uh, and therefore, right. um, technology tends to always be ahead of legislation and in, in those, I won't say unscrupulous, but those interested in generating profit uh, will continually find ways to leverage um, consumer data uh, for profit. Oft times against the uh, well-being or best interest of said consumer who generates and should probably own that data. Uh, which is a, you know, that's one of the differences when we talk about Europe versus here. You know, Europe has the uh, GDPR, which is the general data right. protection regulation. Uh, and, you know, we're we're kind of getting there slowly but surely. And maybe we'll end up modeling something similar. 
uh, to what they have. But again, that's that's going to be a constantly evolving thing, to your point, that technology is, you know, rapidly changing. Uh, and, and, the, and the bureaucracy just can't keep up by nature of how it works. <laughs> you know, innovation in technology is fast-paced, extremely competitive, and, you know, to paraphrase Zuckerberg, you know, move fast and break things, right? It, you, you can't operate it's, government that way. Right. I mean, you can, but uh, it tends to not work out so well. So that being said, do we want to do, do we want to do the, the do we want to lean in on this hearing and, and, and put a couple of sound bites out there so people know where we're going to go yeah, there's a couple, in couple, the second part of this. Couple so things, yeah, that are, that are relevant let's get, to this discussion and, and of course what's currently going on in the, in the country. Yeah. So I think it's important for, for folks to know that we're looking at, I'm trying to go to my show notes here, which hearing this was, this was just a couple of what, the 14th, the July 14th. Yes. I believe that's the correct date. Yeah. And, and we're talking about the, um, it's, ba it's basically a hearing regarding abortion rights after the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade. And we're talking about the um, Judiciary Committee, right? Which is, um, just so folks know, it's chaired by Representative Jerry Nadler. And then um, the ranking member um, on the minority side is Jim Jordan. So I think should we, we'll do two sound bites, comment, and then play a bit of the, the one witness that I liked and then, and then go to break and then get into the more of the nitty gritty. Yeah, I think that's fine. So All right. the first right. sound bite we have is, uh, just some of the opening or, well, I guess the first two really are opening remarks from oh, Nadler yes. and, and Jim Jordan, um, yeah. the Democrat representative, Republican from representative. Yes. Uh, so we'll start with Nadler, and then uh, we'll 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 run on down the rabbit hole. So here we go. In the wake of the Supreme Court's appalling decision in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, which eviscerated the constitutional right to abortion and laid the groundwork for a radical reshaping of our fundamental liberties. As we reckon with the consequences of this decision for women's health and individual liberty, we must also consider which other constitutional protections, such as the right to contraception, the right to marry whomever we choose, and the fundamental right to privacy may also fall by the wayside if the current Supreme Court majority continues down this dangerous path. So that's rather so, interesting. <laughs> my... I mean, what's your takeaway? My takeaway is he's pointing at, you know, you 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 basically opened up Pandora's box with letting, you know, a, a standing right fall, and yeah, you know, with what Thomas has said, I, it's we we mentioned this on two previous episodes. I mean, this is bat shittery at this point in time. Yeah, I agree. I you know, anytime we have in, in this country. <laughs> What 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 have been deemed to be constitutionally protected rights? If you take one away, um, that's a big deal. I don't care right. if you agree with the subject matter or disagree. Like we all have our own personal, private lives and beliefs. Um, so whether or not you agree with abortion, if you're pro-life, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, it it should be irrelevant that. What I want to say, that belief should be irrelevant in examining the fact that we have taken a right away. 
um, you know, <laughs> again, I, I don't want to be would, snarky, I, but I would be snarky. You know, right. these people, there's, there's one particular right that these people feel very strongly about, and God forbid you ever take it away. And it has nothing to do with, you know, their body. It has to do with mechanical penises that they buy and collect and, um, you know, firearms is what I'm getting at. Uh, right. But it is, it, it's a huge, huge deal. Um, I think Nadler made a mention uh, in there, you know, he said the the right to marry whomever you choose. And I think that may have been carefully chosen language uh, because if, again, if you read uh, the concurrent opinion from Clarence Thomas, he stopped short of interracial marriage. Uh, yes. Now, same sex. Oh yeah. All day long. But he stopped short of that uh, because we know he's married to a white woman. Um, and so I think, I think that language may have been chosen intentionally, the, the right to marry whomever you choose. Um, but that, you know, we can get into the, the nuance of, you know, human language and behavior. Well, and, and he touches, but, he touches, he touches in some other mem members touch on this, you know, wh whether or not that's your, your right to privately express yourself in your bedroom the way you see fit because of, you know, some of the previous sodomy laws, whether or not, or con contraception and, and maybe you don't want to have a, you know, you don't want to be in a vulnerable position of getting pregnant for whatever reason. Maybe, maybe you're, taking medication and you're not, you don't want to, there's all sorts of fucking reasons why women need rights to their health care, um, for, for various reasons. And, and I think Correct. he, yes. where, where Nadler goes, which is really interesting. And those really reasons interesting. are none of your fucking business. Correct. <laughs> Except in you know, the individuals involved directly in that, in that decision-making. So I think it's 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 worth mentioning two things right here. If we just stop for a second, maybe before we get into Jordan's thing, is that Nadler also brings up the thing that stood out to me was body autonomy. And of course, because this is abortion, we're thinking about a uterus and we're thinking about women. But body autonomy, when you get into whether or not that's health apps that track things, whether or not that's a, you know, a... a you know, a thing you put on your head and you live in the metasphere and, and what they're collecting on you. Body autonomy in general, I think, is going to be the next major area of discussion. And 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 some of these some of these folks have no if you want to get rid of fucking privacy and say that that's up for whatever, they have no clue what these large companies can collect. Yeah, but I, whether I, or not that's, I, I understand. You, you know what I'm saying, Brandon? Like what you're getting, yeah, at, yeah. But the bodily autonomy. There's a bigger. To me, it, I mean, it has much deeper, more sinister roots um, in this country. You know, the Fourteenth Amendment, uh, specifically, being one that we would reference here. But you know, we live in a country that was built on slavery, and so the concept of bodily autonomy yes. mm -hmm. uh, has very direct ties. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, to yeah. like anti-slavery, like we should have bodily autonomy. We, we should not have someone else dictating what we do and when we do that with our own bodies. Um, you know, as far as data is concerned, it's, that's derived around that. Well, that's, that's an entirely different argument altogether, right. which I'm happy to run down that rabbit hole, but, 
right. also, you know, no, as, to, as to your point, I was we're, we're to your to point. Say, I was jumping read the toss yeah. right every right. time. So to, to use a service to your point. Yeah. So to your point, I was going to I was jumping ahead. But yes, back to your point, And I think um, Melissa Murray, the witness that we're going to play after we play Jordan or we'll play Jordan and then discuss him brings this up. And, and when, when you think about the construct of slavery or being enslaved or having that happen to you, the, the fact that some of these states are fine with a minor having to carry a, a, a child, not by her choice. Um, you know, we, we 14th amendment, I would think should protect that child from being like, no, I, yeah. I I'm not ready. You know, I was raped, whatever that is. These are serious. These are, no, and, and a, weirdly it's, enough, it's, Jim, it's a huge deal. And, and, you know, I, I know you're alluding to the, uh, the 10 year old, uh, that was raped in Ohio or allegedly raped in Ohio. Um, right. We should say allegedly. But right. one thing I, I feel like it gets missed in these discussions because, you know, some people say, oh, she should have to have the baby. And others, you know, say, no, she should be able to abort the baby. She's not just a minor. She's 10. You know, the people were arguing, oh, she wasn't raped, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't fucking matter. She is not of the age of consent. So whether or not she was raped is irrelevant. Like a law was broken regardless right rape or no and it turns out that she was right the guy confessed to it um but you know these people are like well if the fake news fake news you know the, the consensually this 10 year old had sex and got pregnant doesn't matter it's still against the law and uh you know it's awful it's absolutely awful i hate it that that individual and their family and their doctor are being dragged into this national spotlight for simply doing the right fucking thing. Um, it's disgusting to yeah. me. Like it's absolutely disgusting. Uh, but you know, <laughs> well, what so do you do about speaking it? Speaking right? of Ohio, speaking of Ohio, do we want to play the uh, ranking members comments regarding this? Yeah. Here's a, here's a little snippet yeah. from uh, yeah. Jim Jordan's opening remarks in, in the same hearing from the 14th. So here we go. Mr. Chairman, here's what the court said. To ensure that our decision is not misunderstood or mischaracterized, we emphasize, we emphasize that our decision concerns the constitutional right to abortion and no other right. Nothing in this opinion should be understood to cast doubt on precedents that do not concern abortion. The court also said this. And this is critical. We hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled. The Constitution makes no reference to abortion and no such right is implicitly protected by any constitutional provision. Boy, isn't that just dandy, Jim? Okay, so can I go back to, you know, for folks that are going to be like at us or get confused, get, just go listen to strict scrutiny. It's available on the crooked feed podcast. People, um, they tear into this because if, if you look at the decision, it, it, they, 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 they could have ruled in this Dobbs case without overturning Roe. And one of the, one of the justices actually says so much. So I'm not sure what correct representative Jordan is trying to get at here, but he's very myopic. Like this is just about abortion. And then not only that, we have Thomas clearly saying that like due process rights and privacy, meh, basically 
like a, a big old meh on that. I'm like, yeah, maybe this other stuff kind of needs to get cleared out because it was yeah, argued no. on a thing I don't agree with. Because it's not fucking enumerated in the Jordan, Constitution. Jordan uses Give me a break. language. This this court says, well, yes, the the main opinion on on the Dobbs case did say that. Unfortunately, the supporting opinions um, from the majority that made that decision uh, say very different. And it turns out, Jimbo, that uh, they are also members of the court, uh, and so you know we can pick and choose. They- or we can say there are members in that majority that very much think the arguments and the way they were made and the way that decision was made applies to a multitude of other currently constitutionally protected rights. So it's just absolute political gobbledygook horseshit. And like that, that is a technical gobbledygook horseshit is a technical term over here. So when you have correct. a when you have a minority on the Supreme Court, obviously their dissent was very critical. But when the majority of the conservatives that did a thing actually don't agree with what got done, that should give everybody fucking pause at some point in time. Like when somebody on is on that bus and they're like, you know, I hate to say it, grab the steering wheel, trying to pump the brakes, whatever. Maybe that's a bad analogy right now. Um you know, we, we kind of have to take note, like, uh, yeah, bridge too far, maybe, you know, and then he, then he goes on to like bitch about like some other stuff. And I think Nadler says like, it, it you know, this is a pretty heated topic on both sides, obviously it's very personal. So, yeah. Yeah. Again, if you, if you, if you take the subject matter out, it, it should be of concern to all Americans, uh, one way or the right. other, which I, I think is you know, the main thrust of, of what we're getting at. It's it, it, pretend it's not abortion, right. pretend it's anything, pretend it's, it's second amendment, you know, if, if that makes you feel better about it and think about how you would react uh, if those rights were taken away, you know, and some might argue, they'd say, well, the, it's that's specifically enumerated in the constitution and you would be correct. Right. Um, however, it's still the loss of a right for, I don't know, a majority of this country. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Uh, it's crazy. So do you want to absolutely crazy? Do you want to hit? Do you want to hit break and then then we'll put the the, the one witness statement statement and then another statement in a in a in yeah a cube yeah for folks. So. Good point. Right. to Pause and uh, sit right, back, folks, relax, sit and then we'll come back in fifteen seconds or so. to uh, take a short break and we're back indeed we are yeah to the um what's our podcast name 14th amendment oh no 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 14 questions yeah sorry (laughs) i had to throw that in there just just a little too much of a dad joke there i mean yeah probably yeah maybe we'll edit that we'll see what we'll see what our you know engineer does with that but anyhow I got to mention this. This is kind of like this kind of mind blowing. So quite honestly, folks, so the work product, like to pull the curtain back a little bit, like, you know, I talked to Brandon like two days ago and then 
we'd speak again. I'm like, boom, boom, boom. We're trying to do a thing. And okay, where are we going to go? Like there's, there's so many moving parts to all of this, but I've got to say it's kind of wild because I don't think I'm wrong. So I mentioned strict scrutiny podcast. I literally just bumped into five times, five times (laughs) now. And, and, but, but how fucked up is this? Like we've, we've done how many sound bites of, sound bites over the time that the podcast have been out there and we follow C-SPAN and we're like, you know, government shit on a different level. And I'm like looking down at my show notes and I'm like, okay, witness with a big star beside her name. Like we have to play Melissa Murray's, you know, her, her piece. And I've never really, I mean, I, I get it. Like they, they announce their names or whatever. I listen to this podcast. I get, actually land on their homepage. And it's like, you know, okay, three really smart, you know, constitutional, you know, law professors or whatever. And there's Melissa Murray. Like, like I'm like, she didn't mention that she went over like, oh, by the way, I went and popped into Congress to testify yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it's the same person. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I'll tweet at her or something. I want to start I'm following sure we can her. Figure you know. it out really quick. So, yeah. But if nothing Anyhow, else, let's the same name for sure. <laughs> yeah, same name. So now, do we do we have a her cube? Because she actually does a, a, a pretty damn good job of like laying a thing out. Because you know, there, I think Nadler actually was very particular opening up this hearing saying he was going to gavel to gavel hard. Like no one was getting an extra second. Yeah, he's like five and minutes then he went flat like we, we, it, because they had a congressional vote later in the day. And so right, time it, was it, at the it, essence. It, and then basically explained the lights to everybody. And it was like, well, if you have the, once, once it goes yellow and then you have one, exactly one minute, once it goes red, you're cut off and then goes into the whole, on your computer, you're going to see a thing. And I think uh, Melissa Murray comes in on a computer. So, you know, to be talking to that computer, watching your little bar, it's like putting coins in a in a telephone back in the day for those of us that did that. <laughs> TikTok, TikTok. Just, you, yeah, you just don't have any more coins. It's Congress. You're out of, you're out of money. You don't get to talk anymore. Anyhow, you want, you want to cue her cube up and then... Discuss? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's do it. The 14th Amendment guarantees all of us liberty and equality. And to understand the full extent of the amendment's protections, it is necessary to appreciate the concerns that animated its drafting and ratification. Proposed in the wake of the Civil War, the Reconstruction Amendments were consciously drafted and ratified for the express purpose of abolishing and repudiating slavery and its indicia. Accordingly, the 13th Amendment abolished slavery. The 15th Amendment enfranchised black men and introduced them to the political community as equals. And the 14th Amendment was intended to repudiate the legal and cultural conditions that distinguish slavery from freedom, including the absence of bodily autonomy and control over procreation, the absence of family integrity and parental rights over children, and the ineligibility for civil marriage. Accordingly, The 14th Amendment did more than insist on the equality and citizenship of the formerly enslaved. Implicit in its understanding of liberty was the repudiation and eradication of these hallmark conditions of slavery. 
I got to hand it like the ability, I guess, in, in if you're, a, I guess if you're a professor, right. Which I think believe she is um, lawyer, obviously like studied law. They talk really fast and thank God I didn't have to get my thesaurus out for that. <laughs> I can get all those terms, but you got um, to know your audience, right? Like yeah, Jim Jordan was in the room, distinct. so big words are off the table. <laughs> well, we, well, he talks fast, though. <laughs> Maybe he likes the fast talk. So, it's, so you you know that it's Ohio, it's fast talk. Not like down here, good old North I mean, Carolina. You're not wrong. It'd be slower. And I remember when I moved to North Carolina, everybody, why do you talk so fast? I didn't think that I particularly yeah. did, but I, I guess over the years that's worn off. Apparently, I mean, uh, looking at our recording time tonight, yeah, it's a, it's a thing. But anyhow, that's neither. <laughs> just got to make a funny. I got to be, you know, funny from time to time or try. Anyhow, wouldn't it, is it shocking to you that, like, I don't know. I, the one thing that just popped in my head, because I'm listening to that soundbite. So, folks, this is what happens. Brandon puts the soundbite in the, in the fancy machines that we have. I get to hear it in my head. I haven't heard it, you know, in, in. 30 minutes or, you know, an hour or whatever. And I hear it again. And I'm like, if we're truly discussing the fact that the 14th amendment might actually be the area to argue like the future of a lot of like fundamental rights on is kind of, kind of incredible to me. Yeah, again, like, it was, it's, it, it, it's sort of a big deal. It's a huge deal, and it's it's maybe where it's you know, and I get it, like pieces here and there are being used, but I'm like, I'm going back to like data and where we are with things, and in in to your point, I mean, this was regarding you know rights and slavery and and in what this country's resolved over its years of existence of you know, granting rights to people. Um, the fact that we have this, it, 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 it appears to me it, it's one of the only places within the Constitution to move forward for what is now a collect, arguably, in my opinion, is collective rights of this country, if not under international law, because that's a whole other um, peace, whether or not, you know, international law will prevail in terms of, you know, what, what, what humans, as we exist, we, we can protect ourselves against whether or not that's governments or, or companies or whatever selling you a pair of jeans. Um, I don't think people realize quite how serious this is. Quite honestly. The, the whole privacy thing. Yeah, no, again, it's it's a non-enumerated right that we take for granted. And, yes, you know, moving forward, like if we don't have a right to privacy, we don't have a, a functioning society, especially in the democratic sense. Um, well, you know, well, I've said it, I said it in the previous podcast, you don't have a right to anything. No. If you don't have a right to your private thoughts... 
or, or, or what you, what you have in your house. I mean, you know, fuck the first amendment, fuck the second amendment. Yeah. It's all gone. You I mean, know, fuck you? the third amendment. They can just show up and like, you know, hang out in your house and they, they know how many, you know, whatever firearms you have there. And they also know what the thought was in your head. And we're, this is not some kind of like trekky kind of like private conversations yeah. and correspondence and everything else. And, you know, it, it, again, privacy is foundational uh, to, in the to de- in you, society. This is always stuck in my head, Brandon. You brought this up, I think, like our third podcast that we'd ever done. People really need to think about this. It's not just your thoughts, right? So we can get very... Okay, well, my employer would never do that, or this website would never do that, whatever. It's all the thoughts between all the thoughts that you have. Right? So all the communications. Yeah. Right? Out, outside of it. I think this is, this is worth bringing up again. You and I have a conversation, and then a, a particular private company, because they give us something for free or charge us or whatever, has all the discussions and conversations around our conversation. That's fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, there's, yeah. There's, it's a Venn diagram. You and I have <coughs> conversations. You and your wife have conversations. Myself and my girlfriend have conversations. You speak to your parents. I speak to my parents. So on and so forth. And individually, they're all private conversations. But depending on the medium we chose to use, um, somebody may be able to, you know, take a lot of that data and correlate it back to not just two people, but a number of people. Um, and it, it does, it becomes concerning, you know, and, and we're talking about corporations yeah. and again, off times we've, we've voluntarily given up that data simply by using the service. Uh, but in For the context free, yeah. of a government, I, I personally think it should never happen. That level of access should never be shared out. Um, and I, and I think on the corporate side, you know, um, find other ways to make money that isn't aggregating and selling data because it's dangerous. It, it, it's, it's literally dangerous. It's not, it's not theoretically dangerous. It's literally dangerous, especially at this point. You know, when we're enacting laws to pay and provide bounties, you know. Uh, well, and to your to your point, so you know, folks were were like Apple. I think it was what four or five years ago. Basically, Tim Cook basically said what you just said to to health app providers. So that that's anybody from exercise to tracking your 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 period if you're a female you know tracking whatever the hell you're tracking and he he basically said if you can't figure out how to make money on your own you you're not on our platform like privacy and especially health privacy is absolutely important to the, to the most to the richest com- country company in the world right and yeah, no, it's huge. That, that was, you know, there was a lot of backlash. Like, well, what are you going to do? Because, you know, this little company that wants to do a thing over here or do a thing over here is never going to be able to emerge. And he said, I don't care. Like, if, if you can't figure out how to do a thing, and if you're not protecting these people, you're not going to be in the ecosphere, right? Still my understanding of how Apple functions when it comes to healthcare. 
Um, until what? Just a, a, a week or so ago, which which now, um, to the point that we're going to get to, um, how 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 secure would you feel? as a, as a female or as a, as, as a dude talking to a female friend or, or, you know, you know, person, would you be at this point in time saying, Hey, go ahead and, and keep tracking this or tracking that for, for whatever reason, right? Whether or not that's your period or whether or not you're, you know, you're pregnant or pregnancy tests and yada, yada, yada. I mean, are we at the point where you're like, oh, give, give me a stick, go off grid? Or, or would you keep putting that data into a thing? I mean, personally, right now. Um, right now. I would I would say stop using all of it. Um, you know, and unfortunately, for a lot of women, um, it wouldn't matter. Because there, there's enough preceding data, right, That that's just there. Right. Uh, and available. Yeah. So, but moving forward for anybody else, I, 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 currently I'd say stop. Don't use it. Don't track any of that shit. Don't fucking message anybody about you think you're pregnant or you think, you know, you might be pregnant or like anything. No text messages, no nothing. Like a phone call, sure. Like we still have laws against wiretapping. So for the most part, but I, I would not. In the sense of digital communication, I would be very, very cautious uh, were I a female right now to reference even the potential for pregnancy uh, in or a lot male. of places in this country. Or a male, right? I'll, I'll drive you to that thing, right? I mean, maybe you're, you know, like the well, sure, yeah. helpful. Uh, you, you know, right, uh, you're, like, you can be an accomplice or an accessory to a thing. Um, yeah. Depending on we're just right now, like Pandora's box, you know, there were lots of trigger laws and whatnot that will or have gone into effect. But, you know, the landscape is rapidly changing. So, I, again, I would exercise extreme caution um, moving forward. So so two things. And I know we're, we've gone a little long in this recording in this in this particular episode, but. I do think it's important because we're, we're covering it in an incredible amount of material in, in, in a pretty rapid time for us. And we're pretty smart about this stuff. Maybe, maybe this will be like three of these or four of these or what have you. But I think it's important to mention that two things. One, I think um, we're going to, we got a queued up bit with um, representative um, Eric Swalwell, right? Questioning a witness before yes. we play that, before we plug that in, I want to remind folks of one thing, that the representative from Ohio, the ranking member in the Judiciary Committee, Jim Jordan, said, this is just about abortion. All right. And, and later in that hearing, and we'll, we'll dive back, and it's that, that, that particular hearing we were covering um, was about over three and a half hours. Yeah, it was, it was, it was lengthy. To say lengthy. the least, yeah. 
and in and, and there's some question that goes on there and I won't get into the details they question a witness and it's like well she's like well that's not a real abortion that's that's different and you know whatever and it's like it somehow she thinks it's up to her to choose and there's a really good pivot point that they're they're like y- y'all are all over the map but what I'm what I'm trying to I guess what I'm trying to say here is that representative Jordan really needs to get his arms around the facts and it's not like I haven't criticized him before for not having staff that totally understand stuff, whether or not that was his criticism of Apple and his attack on Tim Cook and some other IT people, obviously not aware of the history of those companies. I digress, go back, listen to those episodes. But Jordan, who I, who I appreciate, he's there, he talks fast, he's a, you know, he is what he is. But he basically says, this is just about abortion. I will remind everyone that's listening to this podcast right now or anybody that listens in the future, the 10-year-old had to seek medical care in a different state of his state. Yes. In the ability of Ohio to track her, track the doctor, basically collapse the veil of patient private privacy and, and, and patient privilege with their particular provider and that family makes me sick to my stomach. The fact that she couldn't seek it in Ohio makes me sick. The fact that they can actually do a thing and people are like, oh my God, they, they, they said who the doctor was, where the girl traveled and they brought all this knowledge. I don't know where all that came from. It didn't come under a subpoena. But apparently they just threw it all out there. The fact that that can happen, fuck off. No privacy, no body autonomy. You are to, to, before we even understand this alleged, to your point, Brandon, alleged rape, because, you know, people are saying that she's a rape victim. No, the 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 guy has been apprehended and, and confessed. Okay, great. Um, and, so, and let's let's not leave out the fact that a certain United States congressman from Ohio um, tweeted that it was just fake. He deleted that it. It was what? Oh, damn! Yeah, it was right. fake. Fake. It's it's made up. It's a fabrication. Uh, that's what I was alluding to earlier when I said it doesn't even matter if the rape was a fabrication. A ten-year-old mm. is nowhere near the age of consent, so. Regardless, <laughs> a crime was committed, and he wanted to be like, "This is just fake news from from the left people." And it turns out, no, it wasn't. That there was a pregnant ten year old, uh, which is evidence of a crime by default. And a man confessed to raping her, and she still had to travel to another state to not be forced to have a child at ten. And couldn't sired I mean, by I, a rapist. I, like it's crazy, it's crazy. Well, and the crazy part is no privacy. A 10-year-old, her parents, her family, they couldn't protect their privacy. They couldn't protect the, the, the minor's privacy traveling across state fucking lines. Because your fucking privacy's gone, apparently, in Ohio. So they traveled somewhere to try to do a thing that they thought, whatever their personal decision was, whatever their personal decision was with their physician and what had gone on and the trauma to her, they couldn't even protect that fucking privacy. 
and, and that 10 year old's going to grow up like online, like her name's out, like done. Like this is in, 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 again, to, to Jordan's point, it's only about this. I get it. You're really passionate about a thing. You don't understand. They could have ruled in Dobbs and not gotten rid of privacy. And, and I think it's, we need to appreciate what Nadler is saying and basically what's happening right now that there are some folks going, holy shit. Because this isn't just, a, this is, this is what it all pivots on. Gay marriage, how you have sex in your bedroom with your, whoever you're having sex with, you know, contraception, you know, your, your rights to body autonomy and in being able to make a decision. But can we, so today we came across a thing today, right? Cause I thought, saw a thing on the Twitter, right? So this was a hearing today that Eric Swalwell, yeah, earlier, Representative earlier, Swalwell the, answered July nineteenth. We'll we'll put it in there. Just let's throw that in there, and then we'll listen. Right? We'll discuss. Yeah. And if Chairman Jordan and a Republican majority wanted to go after doctors who perform abortion services or doctors who are in communication uh, with patients, uh, is there enough data out there that under the law today he would be able to do that? Yes, there is. And if Chairman Jordan in a Republican majority wanted to go after abortion service providers to understand who they're communicating with, uh, would he be able to subpoena this type of data? Yes, he would. And uh, existing privacy statutes like HIPAA would not prevent that, uh, even though they apply to traditional medical service providers because they have exceptions for law enforcement access. And that would apply for Congress. I'm, I'm almost certainly... Sir, I'm almost certain I could double check that and provide confirmation for the record. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be, I'll be fair. I'll call by balls and strikes here. It's gotten a little heated in some of these hearings. And I don't, I mean, as much as I, I follow, follow and I've seen Eric Swalwell do his thing. I don't think it's particularly useful, in my opinion, maybe it was for this particular hearing, to frame up that the future majority leader, Jim Jordan, and use his name personally. I think it's a little bit of a violation of the, I won't say the rules, but sort of the, uh, it's, it's, Use future majority leader. I don't. I'm just going to little criticism. Little criticism. One thing for us to banter here on a podcast. It's another thing to make thinly veiled personal attacks on the floor of Congress. But neither here nor there. Right. Yeah. Other than that, it, it does. I mean, there's a certain monicum of. You know, Representative Jordan can't respond to that. The the questions and 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 the discussion should be directed to the chair, and they weren't. And it, it's just a little distracting if you if you follow this shit at the level that you know we follow it and I follow it over here. It's a little distracting to me, but n- neither here nor there. Swalwell Swalwell makes a very good point, I believe. And the the witness, Wessler, 
And, you know, if I wasn't doing a, like a complete remodel, rebuild, and had to yank a bunch of stuff out of the front of our house here, you know, I could probably find my reference to, you know, the entirety of HIPAA being printed out. Because if, for folks that haven't listened to this podcast, we do cover healthcare. I've reread the HIPAA law of, like, 20 times again I'm not an attorney but you know what it 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 is what it is and when people make up shit I mean like it's yeah you're making that shit up um my understanding Brandon when we started to discuss this topic was when it comes to HIPAA so that's the, the health information or health insurance so we, we got to understand the construct between those two things is the, the what, what the insurance companies can share in amongst themselves and providers and yada 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 um there's also HICTEC law but in all of these laws and you read through it and you regulatory shit and you got big binders on these offices that I go in and out of and people have to pay attention to a thing um at the end of the day, if anything violates, in theory, state or federal law, off the table. You don't have that protection. I mean, it's gone. It's 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 something that it it just doesn't exist. It's they can easily go like, I want a state subpoena against this. There was a violation of the law, or I want a federal subpoena against this. There's a violation of the law. Um. So our, our construct of what is protected within the health realm, people need to understand that the minute it comes to pretty much body autonomy for a female or fertility treatment of any sort for male, female, or whatever construct you're doing, depending how you interpret this, it's it's open season. Which yeah. is terrifying. That's a fair assessment yeah. of the thing. Yeah, and I, I don't think, I mean, Witness Wessler said, I have to recheck. I would say the same thing. I think I, I made a funny comment before we started podcasting. I said she would reach, I would want to recheck, but I believe there are several statements in, in, in those health laws and health provisions that basically says, nope, you, you got nothing. Like, which kind of gets frightening given what Texas has done in the sense that a, that, that a individual, right, could seek a subpoena, health record of a neighbor or a, or a classmate or something, just because he or she has a hunch. And, and there's, no, there's no protection. When it would, I mean, in theory, right, if it has anything to do with reproductive rights, well, I don't. I don't think a, a neighbor could, but a government entity absolutely is. No, I, I would. I would go one step further, and because of the, then maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but because they put the vigilante, you know, you can do a thing as an individual, and and yeah, but that doesn't you give see them, somebody like give them the right to seek something and say, I think, I think so-and-so is up to no good. And I think she kind of looked like she had a baby bump and you know, the, the, this guy's been over here and in the neighborhood or whatever. It kind of, again, it just breaks down this construct of what we believe is private and where privacy is going. Nevertheless, where the servers are, where you download the app, what phone you use, 
how you use it. I don't know. I mean, the, 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 the private companies can only go so far. The toss can only go so far. Right. I mean, I mean, not to be batshit crazy right now, but if let's say Apple or Android, whoever is doing the thing, right, <clears throat> says, hey, we're going to move all our servers to, I don't know, Ireland, where, you know, abortions protected or internationally, we're going to move all of this. So all the all the data regarding how women have periods in the United States of America are over here. In Europe, you can't get them. I mean, maybe that's a solve, right? Yeah, potentially. So, again, right. it'll be interesting to see moving forward. Where, where are they going with this stuff, this, right? Yeah. Could I mean, for not not to call Apple out or any of those folks out, but could you imagine sitting in those in those rooms, going, "What just happened? We have how many servers do we have in?" you know, whatever, Nevada, Texas, Tennessee. Like, we don't want them subpoenaed. Can can we move them somewhere? Gets in a fascinating construct of interstate commerce and international law, right, at that point in time. Again, we're not lawyers. We need, we need like, seven lawyers to sit on this podcast and opine with us. But, um, and, you know, in, in at the end of the day, I would argue, hey, you're storing that information locally on your phone residing in this state, so I want it. I mean, who's to say? Yeah, I agree. Hmm. Do, do, do you think we'll get the tuck, tuck go of, like... <laughs> VPNs and oh my, we're you know, we're not even going to go down the the VPN and Duck Duck Go and everything's safe rabbit hole because well, to those people, you know, I don't know, like because well, no, I think they they need like the in my head today when I was like queuing up to do this podcast, I'm like like row 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 your tub with the six Supreme justices that are conservative down the lane merrily, merrily until privacy is fucked up the stream. I mean, you know, do we need a sing song for this? Like schoolhouse rocks comes back and we explain like, you know, maybe that's what we need. We need a new schoolhouse rocks. I mean, maybe, How a mule walks up to Capitol Hill. Off point, right? Yeah, and the phone just walks up there, and it's like, I've been, I'm back from Amsterdam or whatever. Like, <laughs> subpoena what? Yeah. But it's fucked up, and it's, and, and again, I didn't, you know, maybe, you know, obviously silver lining is probably the wrong word to use, but the fact that these d discussions are being had and that they're running over a right that just got trampled on and they're actually seeing up the road a little bit. I th maybe, maybe I'm trying to, I'm trying to be an optimist here. Maybe there's some hope in, in people getting engaged and going, Oh shit. This is not just this right. That was taken back. We got dominoes, you know, now, now they're playing dominoes on the board of rights and just click, 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 click. If 
if we don't do shit. But I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, again, it'll be interesting to see where uh, everything goes moving forward. And uh, like we said before, maybe the silver lining is that people are talking about a thing again. And, and not just abortion and Roe v. Wade. Um, I think people are talking about a lot of things we take for granted in this country that maybe we need to be more proactive about. Uh, lest we be blindsided with the stripping of more individual rights in this country uh, based on still, a minority viewpoint, you know, we shall see. Still blows, still blows my mind. As as it does mine, yeah. Yeah, the, the fact that I don't think any republic or democracy, I mean, I could be wrong, that, that I know of has ever taken back a right and not only that, taking back a right and indicated that, you know, there might be a few more that that we need to take off the table. I mean, it's, it, it's again, it's fucking terrifying. And I think people need to do, they, they kind of need to really do some deep thinking and, and realize what's on the table here. Because if we're going to argue the construct of privacy was, was ill-argued law to begin with to support Roe, you don't just have 50 years of women's women's rights falling down. You get, you get 50 years of a lot of rights potentially falling down, whether or not that's, you know, gay marriage or your, your right to privacy on your, on your digital devices or what have you. It, it, here we are. Yeah. And, and I'm not, I'm not taking away from female body autonomy and, and the right, I fully believe in, in women being able to make their decisions for their body. I also fully believe that I should be able to make decisions with whoever I'm with or on my computer, have conversations. And they're just like, meh, let it all fall. What? Like, <laughs> so Anyhow, on, on, on that uplifting note. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, it'll be interesting, right, Brandon? So I, I will be, I, I, I wonder, and, I, and I'm, and i you know, not that we, you know, we um, predict over here too much, but I kind of wonder what some of the responses are going to be in the next, let's say, three months, six months, year, Um various companies, various health app companies, various uh, insurance companies, where they're going to be in this, in this, in this new turbulence of <laughs> whatever's going on. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm very curious where they're going to set up. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see again. Yeah. And the, the, the needle is moving or the pendulum is swinging, whichever um, analogy you want to make. And, uh, when I think hopefully. it'd be kind of interesting, like if, if not the next podcast or podcast after that, we cover some of the stuff that's been going on in the European union. And if, if you get an international human rights law, um, for things like body autonomy and privacy, um, maybe, maybe some of these companies and maybe some of this stuff will shift there and they'll be like, Oh, can't touch it. Like, I don't know. 
So I have, I have some hope here and there on a few things, but yeah, as do I, I, I think, you know, I mean, it looks I, pretty I have faith in humanity but... that eventually we will land at the right place. But sometimes, you know, it's a step forward and a few steps back. So let's hope we stop moving backwards and we regain some forward momentum uh, as a society. We'll see. Tomorrow's another day, right? Correct. So you want to leave it there? I think that's a good point to jump off. All right, folks, till next time. Until next time. Got questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions podcast. Welcome to our podcast where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course, find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts.